Welcome to uh, yet another edition of Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, today I'll be uh, interviewing or reconnecting, chatting with uh, a very dear student. I've always had great memories working with. 2013-14 is what I recall. Uh, we had yeah. an interesting sort of uh, experience, and you know, it was more like a mentor-mentor relationship. You taught us so many things. You also helped with uh, generating <laughs> videos for us. <laughs> First time we ever went on social media. So uh, yeah, great memories. So here's Arjun Kakkar, namesake. Yeah, we are all pretty uh, awesome about that. And uh, Arjun Kakkar, you graduated from DPS RK Puram, the sort of yeah, hotbed in uh, New Delhi, where all the talent comes out from. And I don't know where they go, but yeah, we, we're going to be following your journey today. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you were the one student. Uh, you graduated from Williams in 2018, but I remember actually checking out Williams College and you're the only student I've actually been to the campus with when you yeah. were checking the college out before going in. Yeah. <laughs> that is so kind of very different for me to do, but it was so much fun. Yep. So uh, we loved it. I think the tour, the weather wasn't that great that day. Uh, <laughs> but of course, meeting the president and in his office, uh, all of that was pretty overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, having yeah. said yeah, yeah, I'm sure you would have maintained good relations with everyone there. But uh, I'm starting off with just that idea of a DPS RK Puram, know it all, Arjun Kakkar going to college. Uh, <laughs> sort of, what was it like? What hit you when you landed in Williams? I mean, honestly, so so I'll say this: Williams was a fantastic experience for me. Um, and one of the things that they do they do really well is. Um, is integrating you in the community. They have this thing called an entry system. And so what they what they end up doing is they put you in a group of like 20 to 23 other people, other students from who are, who are also first year students. And you all live together, you do things together. And so then uh, that made it feel like somewhat of a family. And so it makes it um, it pretty it makes it pretty inclusive for for someone coming as an international student. Um, so, so that part was mostly handled. Uh, I think that one of the biggest changes for me was that I was super comfortable being around people and talking a certain way and, 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 and things like that. And, uh, that kind of shifts subtly, uh, in a way that's hard to describe. It's, it's something that, um, it's something that like social interaction doesn't stay the same when you're not interacting with people that you've grown, grown up with or lived around your whole life. And so that was one of the most uh, challenging aspects for me is to evolve the way that I think and talk talk to people. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think that that, but that said like four years later, uh, that's one of the like best things that I can remember about what I took from Williams as an experience. And so, so yeah, I would say that's it. Super. So how was it settling into a very different style of academics in a small liberal arts college? Do you think you were prepared? <laughs> yeah, I think actually, it, like in a weird way, I was prepared because of the way that I had aligned my interests. Like I'd always seen myself as as being someone who's interested in a lot of different things. And so when I had gone to college, I remember even when I applied, I, I told them that I was really interested in photography. I was really interested in, in math, all the sciences and, and things like that. And so, um, and even philosophy, I remember that, yeah. Um, so that's why, so when I went there, I was able to just take all these courses at the same time. And so, yeah, of course that was like very different from what I was used to in DPS where 
you know, you study like a very specific thing and, you know, which is something that DPS trained me to do and I'm still good at, but then also I had all these other interests, which like merged really well with the college. So like, my first semester there, I took a photography class, I took a philosophy class, I took a chemistry class and a biology class. So then those were, that's a, that was just like such a fun combination for me. Yeah. Great. And in terms of the tutorial system or even just the seminar style humanities classes, was that something that you think you really made you learn something new or learn how to learn new things? So I think, so I'll say this, the tutorial system is fantastic. Like my first semester there, I took a tutorial. Uh, it, it was the, the photography class that was actually a tutorial. Um, and I think that every time like, uh, like you go into one of those tutorials, it, it really does like, like help you think of the work that you did for that uh, class in a, in a broader context and in also more depth. Um, so, so definitely with the photography class, I remember that I was thinking in a very specific way of things and, um, and it helped me like broaden my perspective and like, uh, think, think about like art, like photography as an artistic expression rather than something through which you can produce cool pictures and put on the internet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, at the same time, I think that that follows for other classes that I took as well. I remember that, um, uh, I was not that great at writing. I will say that when I when I first went to uh, Williams, I remember like I used to struggle writing emails to professor professors. I, I don't know if that's a common experience with other other students, but I I used to ask my friends like, is this appropriate to send? Like, what kind of language should I be using here? Um, and so like one of the first classes I took uh, as well. The by either the TA or the professor, depending on the uh, day it is. And, uh, and like that really like helped me like integrate like my writing style with what people were expecting. And so like in future courses, like that was something that was like really helpful as like a developmental um, pathway. I think I lost your audio. Hey, can you hear me now? I think I'm back. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. So I think uh, it's amazing just the idea of uh, learning new things in a new environment, but also seeking help. I think that was interesting that you could connect with your friends. How's the social dynamic? Is it a, I know it's competitive, but it's, it's more rigorous than competitive, I guess. Uh, that's mm. how you would describe it. So I think it's interesting. I think so. It's hard for me to encapsulate it in one uh, kind of uh, in one way, just because. So even though there's only two thousand people, there are a lot of niche communities, and they can interact and like sort of behave in their own ways. The communities that I interacted in mostly, like I did not get any sense of competition from any of them. Um, maybe if I was more like involved in the scientific, like uh, like like lab oriented uh, fields, maybe I would have sensed more of it, but there's definitely a, a athletic culture at Williams, which is pretty strong. And also, um, I, I think I think in general, it's a pretty inclusive and uh, welcoming community. And that's the first thing that you would feel going there, uh, or, or I felt, Got yeah. 
Awesome. What about the you know, clubs, organizations, and the bells and whistles that make a college tick beyond just academics? What was so unique about your experience at Williams? So I like. I'll be honest. I'm I'm quite an academic person, and that's what I did most of my time there. Um, but I I do know of things that other people did, uh, and so for those that are interested in that kind of stuff. <laughs> sure, 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 um, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. There's actually there's a lot of stuff that happens at Williams. Um, like a lot of stuff that makes it unique. We have the most number of squash courts per capita. In I don't know if that's correct, but somebody said that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, right. so you, so you, you definitely focused on your sort of pre-professional track. So, do you think uh, liberal arts education prepares you as well as you know those uh, kind of wanted, uh, most wanted sort of highly selective Ivy League schools or the West Coast, Stanford and Berkeley's of the world? So yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I. It's, I, I think there's interesting ways of looking at this. So like, let's say that you want to, um, let's say you want to go into academia and um, like, like oh, maybe we'll talk about this later, but I wanted to go into academia. And so, um, you, so if you went to a large, like Div 1 school, um, they would probably have like a whole set of courses that would be planned from beginning to end that you would end up taking uh, in math, for example. So you would know like a bunch of group theory, you would know, but like a bunch of different kind of things that like then prepare you to go into, into grad school. But at Williams, it's not like that. Like you have a bunch of like core courses, like 10 or so that, uh, that you have to take as part of your major. But other than that, you're free to do whatever you want. And so from that perspective, you don't have as rigorous of a training as somebody from a Div 1 school might in that particular specific field. And so, um, and so because of that, there's a lot of gaps that you would have to fill in. But then, sure. the so how do you like walk 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 us through your journey in mathematics? Like you went in undecided, I'm sure, yeah. but then what happened? And beyond Williams, what did you do? And how do you think Williams as an education prepared you for that? Yeah. So so I think that um, so my first math course that I took at Williams was my second semester there. And I, I really enjoyed it. It was multivariable calculus. It's like one of the first courses that a student might take going into um, into college from India. And that was a that was a fantastic experience for me. So I was like, oh, let's take more math courses. And then as I started getting into the major, I realized that the professors at the math professor at Williams are absolutely incredible. Some of the best people that I've met uh, um, in the field, and um, and it's just growing. Like um, when I was there, there weren't a lot of applied math people, but now that's expanded as well. So there's some there's a fantastic mathematical community at Williams, and that was probably one of the big reasons that I ended up uh, going into it. And so um, so what what I did at Williams was I was very interested in understanding applications of math in like a bunch of different fields. Like that was my way of combining all my interests together into like one major where I could say, you know, this is something that I want to do. So like even in math, I took a bunch of courses that were, uh, so I took a computational biology course that was taught from like a mathematical perspective. Um, I took um, I took like a bunch of probability courses that were super applied, uh, took um, like a bunch of computational partial differential equation space courses. That these are, these are all things that you can use to then apply to uh, problems in the real world. I, my, my thesis project was on vegetation patterns, but it was an applied map. Um, and so, uh, 
so I think that that was kind of what interested me in in applied math, and Williams was a lot, large part in fostering that. And so then, um, so I was able to take all these cool courses, um, but that meant sure. that that was at the expense of um, me knowing um, algebra, right? Abstract algebra. Um, and like to this day, I hate algebra. It's like something that I don't want to engage in. But that's a core part of something a person who wants to do math would want to know. So then, um, after I finished uh, my time at Williams, I applied to a bunch of grad schools, and uh, I ended up going to UCLA for for an applied math PhD program. Um, and uh, and yeah, and that was a very, very different experience from what Williams was like. So like, honestly, I think that the first question that you'd asked going from DPS to Williams was less of a dramatic change for me than going from Williams <laughs> to UCLA math. Like it's that stark. Um, and like, that's some that's one of the things that I tell people like a lot and it's hard for them to believe like, how could two institutions in the same country be so different? And so I think this is a, this is a great example for some of your students to hear as well. Um, yeah, definitely. But, so what is it about lab schools? You know, I, uh, I don't want to talk more here, so I want to hear it from you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good so and I, not so good. I think that, so, so here's, a, here's what the experience was when I went to UCLA. Um, a lot of students came from large Div 1 schools as well, and so they have a very strong, rigorous training in the field, right? They come from a, like, uh, from like a tradition of having uh, produced like great students um, and and being taught by incredible professors like Terence Tao, who's one of the most famous mathematicians in the world, teaches at UCLA, right? So you would see him walk down the hallway. He was he was actually on crutches at the time, so you would see him like crutch down the hallway, and um, and that's pretty wild, right? Like so, those are things that would happen at a at a large institution, but at the same time. Almost all of the lectures that I took, professors just didn't seem to care. <laughs> like it, it, it was this. Maybe it's my expectations coming from Williams that everybody is going to be invested in your life and give you so much attention. But, um, but it wasn't like that at all. Um, and so, that was quite a stark shift. Like I, one of my professors would prepare like an hour before the lecture and then just come in and start writing on the board. And that's that's not at all what I was used to. So, um, so I think that those are like kind of the, sure. the big things that you kind of have to wait. <laughs> right. And what about the plan then? You know, PhD applied math sounds like yeah, John Nash or something in the <laughs> making. But the, but the Arjun Kakkar I know is not really. <laughs> I, I don't really think of that. So, so what <laughs> you and then why did you quit? Yeah, so basically what I ended up realizing is that a lot of the work, so even though you call it an applied math PhD, a lot of the work is still still is from a very, very technical perspective. There is still not a lot of application that I would think is, is really an application. Like we don't, so in applied math program, like you come in, you start learning like basic things. You start learning like about, uh, differential equations, how do you solve them, all this kind of stuff. And then you can like go on from there and like um, like pick your trajectory within that. But a lot of the orientation that I was seeing at the time was towards like specific technical goals, like saying that, oh, like, you know, I want to be able to engage in, uh, you know, like trying to find like some kind of optimization algorithm in machine learning. Like 
and so and while that's very interesting and and you know like and could be fulfilling for people in its own right like that's not something i was particularly interested in i was mostly interested in this because of the for the sake of the application not for the sake of how you get there uh, as much and so that's you think of, uh, knowing this in uh, while you were in williams making this decision would have helped did you get yeah. some signals from people who were mentoring you that maybe it's not for you or it was just a leap of faith and you just wanted to go for it i honestly think that it's such a um it's one of those things that you just have to try to know if it's for you um i i know so like for for grad school a lot of people say that maybe take a couple of years and and then go into it and i think that that could have helped for me uh but again i don't know if that's good advice in general um so it's one of those things that you kind of have to try uh and see right. if, if does it work for you so how did you switch gears now now you're in new jersey working for yeah. a media company and where yeah. is that whole comp- computational and applied math uh, being put to use if at all yeah so, so that's the thing right like i think that's why i'm such a big proponent of a liberal arts education like oh uh, grad school didn't work out it's not the end of the world right you can still you still have all these things that you learned in college like all these ways in which you understood that you could think of your uh, expertise or your role and how do you want to then apply it and so basically what happened is that i ended up leaving um ucla i moved to new york um and i was i was teaching for a little while um and and that didn't work out as well <laughs> but at the time i found this really cool organization called the pudding um and so these people um i just found them through a box video actually like i was watching a bunch i i watched so much youtube like hours a day so like one of these videos um was uh, the uh, a person from the pudding this uh, online publication uh worked on this video it was about uh like pitch in music and how uh, they were trying to investigate whether this uh, the occurrence of a falsetto which is a really high pitched voice uh, that male singers use um has been showing up more and more in in recent music um citing examples like bruno mars and stuff like that so um and so this was like data analysis done on a random like pop culture type thing and then presented in a way which was super engaging to me so like this is so so their specialization is doing interactive data visualizations and creating graphics uh that live online uh and and investigate like random things about culture and so i was i was like this is so interesting because it combines some of the things that i learned in college some of the things that i'm interested in and then like puts them together in this like unique and interesting way so i had zero background in web development i didn't know anything about javascript or or anything like that so but but i was really comfortable in the fact that i could learn that pretty quickly if i wanted to so um i spent a couple of months Wait, i think yeah like well yeah. said i think the fact that you just loved learning and williams gave you that sort of background sort of you quickly adapted and started finding your own path and it's very relevant for students who are uh, graduating this year or have just recently graduated probably don't have jobs uh, or even high schoolers who are uh, planning to go to college but there is no college many colleges don't have anything to offer other than some online classes or anything else so just being that that finding that resilience is critical Uh, and you've sort of demonstrated that what are the other strengths you feel 
Arjun Kakkar brings to the table. If you were to pick three adjectives, it's like a rapid file. Uh, yeah. What are the three adjectives would describe your strengths? Or not I describe, that, just, just the words. <laughs> I don't know if I can do three on the spot, but um, <laughs> um, I think one of the big ones is that I'm I'm like uh, very curious and like willing to learn at all times. Like anything new, I'm like interested in. Um, so like, uh, just just to expand my knowledge and see what I can I can do with things that I've like learned in the past. So, so inquisitive. Um, that's one. Yeah. Yeah. Capture it however you want. Um, uh, then second, I think I really like to uh, work with people, like draw on their on, on their strengths and, and stuff like that. And so, uh, so I haven't talked about some of the stuff that I did at Williams, but I was a part of this like research project where we uh, published a paper that only happened because of the expertise of four different people, which was like a fantastic expression of how a liberal arts experience can help. Um, and so, so that's the second. What was the I paper think. about? Oh, it's interesting. What was the oh, paper? This was, it was multidisciplinary. This was, and, um, so to speak. So it was still an applied math. Uh, it was about like tiling of tetrahedron. It's a very this is it's okay. it's just this abstract thing that most people might not care about. But it was a really fun experience. Like I came with a computational perspective. A bunch of other people came from like 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 algebraic or like, you know, analytical perspectives. And like, we were able to combine that into, into a really cool project, but yeah. So yeah, working with cool people who bring together like a lot of different ways of thinking. And um, and yeah, I think the third one is that I'm, I'm like curious and I always ask questions. I'm always interested to know what other people are doing. Um, I'm interested to understand like, like how they got to where they, they got to and, and you know, what do they do with their lives and, and like how can i use some of that yeah just being interested in people listening with your eyes yeah. as well i think it's important so great great awesome so uh lots to learn i'm sure viewers listeners would gain from this conversation uh, i am learning so much uh very quickly what do you think about preparation for college as a high school student going back a few years down uh not down the road, but back in time, let's say. Uh, what would you advise high school students to know or search for before even thinking of studying in the US or going to a liberal arts college? Yeah, I think that's a great question, honestly. And I, I, I often think about what situation I was in at the time when I was applying as well. I think a lot of it comes down to like genuine introspection, like genuinely thinking about like, like, what do you appreciate in life? Like, what is it about your experience up till now in school? And it's not a long experience, but what is it about your experience up till that point in school that you genuinely enjoy, right? Like cultivate like your experiences around that. I remember like there was a huge rush for obtaining certain extracurriculars and stuff like that. And that probably still exists. I'm not, I, I'm not in the circles anymore, but, um, I think organizing all those types of things, like all those like pieces that people talk about around things that you're genuinely excited about. I think that's what's gonna help at the end of the day. And then in terms of making a decision about which school to go to, I will always be the biggest proponent of going to a liberal arts school because it worked so well for me. Um, but do, do the work and actually try to figure out what the school is about. Like I clearly didn't do all the work and figured out what, what was the environment at UCLA like. And I can tell you that those were two massively different experiences and one did not work out as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the one that worked out, uh, luckily I was part of that so at Williams. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what What do you What are the fondest memories of working with our team at Edbrand? And yeah, anything that comes to mind. <laughs> we, I I don't even think that there's like a way to encapsulate the kind of, the, the, <laughs> the wild things that we all did. I remember. I uh, it's. I think that like maybe one of the biggest things that you introduced in my thinking at the time was um was was genuinely trying to express yourself like that's something that i hadn't um thought about like and this was specifically in the context of of the college essay but i think it also applies broadly right because a lot of times especially as as a student you don't think about yourself in in any kind of way like or, or i didn't I, you mostly just like carry on, live your life, you know, do as you're instructed. But it's not a there isn't a lot of process of understanding how your trajectory is evolving and evaluating on the basis of, um, like just just deeply understanding that. And so I think that was like the biggest thing that you that you uh, that you brought in me, and I, I'm right. appreciative for that every day. Yeah. Hey, thanks. I think we learn so much from each student, and I think what we definitely uh, sort of think of when helping students identify stories they want to work with. It's it's a it's a mentoring opportunity beyond just the college admissions. You get to know the person so well and probably nudge their thinking in a certain way. And while doing that, you learn so much more about the human existence and you know the human condition rather. <laughs> and then every student has dispositions, family backgrounds. It's just fascinating yeah. to hear those stories. Uh, of course, um, we want to not have the blacklisted or brownlisted topics, which end up nowhere. So helping students not worry about the breakup or loss of a pet or so and so forth. And focus on something which, uh, yeah, which is meaningful, will help admissions get to really know you as a human being. So that's fantastic. Uh, finally, anything as a word of advice for um, high school or college students who've graduated this year, uh, this podcast was actually an inspiration to get them feel that we all care about them. Uh, yeah. So yeah, anything that you'd want to say? I, I would honestly say that um, I was at a, I was at a very like difficult position a couple of months back where I was trying to figure out exactly how to navigate myself in, in like the like job space. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of experience with it. And I think that that's, um, of course, that all is exacerbated now in the current situation, but I think in a lot of ways I can relate to what a lot of people might be feeling at, at this time. And I think that the biggest thing that you can do is just like keep doing your thing. Be free in your like uh, expression. Don't think of your role or your interest in a, in a limited way and try to expand on all the, and, and include all the things that you're interested in in, in, in that search and just persevere. That I think those are the biggest things that I can say. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, so <laughs> a, a fascinating conversation. Um, going back memory lane, and also uh, the fact that you know uh, now I feel that it's just so easy to just connect with you and find out how you could be uh, invited to some of our webinars, the panels where we could uh, even include some of our recent students or even high school students to just engage. With someone who's done a very high level of math, but also just brings in life experiences to share. Awesome. So looking forward to those discussions and thank you again for your time. Yeah, thanks, Arjun.